0: And BJ,
1: let's get at it,
0: and it starts now. All right, welcome back into the lowdown sports show season three. I'm your host, Drew. Heck yeah, I'm BJ, and we're here again to give you the lowdown on all things basketball.
1: Now, that's how a season should start, Drew. Man, welcome back, BJ. Hey, Drew, it doesn't feel like we picked up, you know, too much further off from where we left off. Not too That's much right. time off, but hey, you know, I know we we missed last week, but it didn't really feel like we missed any time at all, Drew, especially when we get talking about what we're going to talk about in this episode, because it pertains to where we left off in last season's finale.
0: Indeed. Today in this episode, we're going to EW.
1: No,
0: we're not talking football, guys. I promise it's not happening on this this here show. Uh, Talking a lot of basketball, though. My man Cam back in the chat. Welcome back, Cam. Good to see you. Uh, Talking this episode, you know, of course, our usual NBA and WNBA. But let's get specific, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the NBA retiring Bill Russell's number six around the league. Talking those NBA Christmas games that you got. Set on your schedule now here in four months and nine days from today. Ready to watch Christmas is it games.
1: Really? Only that close is coming up. Oh man.
0: Time is flying. We oh. also got some WNBA playoff predictions we're gonna drop on you. Yes, and sir. My WNBA ballot. BJ gave you his end of season awards. I'm giving you my official ballot. A lot of this, you know, most of awards haven't been released yet. I don't believe any, just some AP stuff. So Now you're getting. I'm gonna give you guys the full bag here, on uh, on what I got. It was this was this was probably the hardest year, you know, to to send in my votes for. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But the point is, ladies and gentlemen, a lot in store, and everybody's favorite game show, with it, or quit it. And guys, like we said, we got the Mailbag Monthly, so anytime you hear our voices and you got some questions for us, you want to give us our own with it or quit it, just send that stuff in to our email, the. that's lowdowntha at gmail.com. Send those questions in, and, and we'll get it popping. We'll get it popping those yeah. questions. But what we're going to get popping right now is this show, BJ. You ready to go?
1: I'm ready, man. I've been waiting for almost a full two weeks. Let's get it.
0: Man, let's, let's rock and roll. So, BJ, as I stated earlier, the NBA, uh, mainly, I guess, because of Magic Johnson's echoing that this needed to be happened. He was the first voice, a person that I saw that this should go down, saying that the NBA should retire Bill Russell's number six jersey throughout the league. The league has not retired any Jersey before throughout the league. The only league that I believe has a Jersey retired for every team BJ is
1: major league baseball.
0: There you go. Major league baseball for Jackie Robinson. So Mm -hmm. Bill Russell is the second to get his retired throughout a sports league. Only the NBA and MLB have that done in their respective leagues. Uh, the thing is with this retirement, um, players that are currently wearing number 6 we'll get to continue wearing number six. This thing will be, as they say, grandfathered in mm-hmm. BJ. Yes. Yeah. And this, players this like happened LeBron with... James, Montrez, Harrell will continue to keep their number six provided they want to wear six again this year. Um, And they will get to keep that until their careers are over with. And LeBron James, he just switched back to six. So I imagine he's going to stick this out. Uh, I don't know that he'll swap again. I'll be sad because I got a LeBron six in my closet. I just wore it this weekend. Yeah, so I'd have to send it in for a swap for the two, three, or I don't know, maybe maybe NBA store will just bless all of us and give us a free other jersey if we have one. That'd be awesome. But
1: well, either gonna say, way, I was going to say he he only switched to six because he was going to let Anthony Davis have. Uh, his number right when he got right to LA. and now and ad then- hasn't
0: taken it so maybe he's gonna have no problem going back with 23 i don't know yeah. we'll see it's gonna he be did, very interesting he did win a championship under 23 with the lakers too so that's right um he's got as many championships under 23 as he has under six so yeah. i mean it's really a toss up for him but uh like i said all uh all all the teams around the league are going to be retiring uh bill russell's number six um, and we talked about Bill Russell last time bJ you know a 13 year yes. career, eleven time NBA champion, made it twelve times and uh you know was one of the most iconic players in the league and you know yeah. it kind of wasn't surprising that this was coming, especially you know how revered he was and like he he impacted you know so many generations to continue just because of not only his game and his activism, but just he was still present for so many years. You know, yes. beyond that, you know, with all the generations that have come by with the game, you know, like, you know, Kobe, you know, Shaq and them have played and retired like while Bill Russell was still here, you know, just showing yeah. up, you know, handing out the finals MVP every year, except for the past few, um, you know, so, I mean, he just, he's been, it seems like so timeless. And we talk about his playing days being in the fifties and like, he just yeah. passed. So yeah. like, I mean, the fact that, you know, he was during, like, he was, he still looked I mean, not maybe not as old, but still old Bill Russell in those videos with Magic and Larry. Like you still, yeah. like he still looks like you know, like it's crazy to see like yeah. how far he back. didn't
1: age. <laughs>
0: yeah, like he's been like what, fifty something forever, and it's just looked yeah. like that. And then all of a sudden, he hits like he finally the age finally catches up with him, but. Yeah. Um it's just crazy to see. Like he was with young magic and now he's with old magic. He was with young Jordan and them, and now he's with old Jordan. Old Jordan and, yeah. You know, seeing every version of Shaq, you know, all you know, all throughout Shaq's life. He's grown up through school, played, retired, and then been inducted into the Hall of Fame. And Bill Russell was through, you know, all of it. He's he's yeah. so timeless. And it seems like, you know, the one guy that, you know, it seems like probably beat Father Time, like you know, 12 trips to the finals in a 13-year career and, you know, just survived as long as he did. Like, that's the guy that had kind of father time figured out a little bit, huh?
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of surprised that it didn't happen a lot sooner. Maybe it was just one of those kind of things to, you know, the respect and everything like that, that they kind of did not want to bestow upon it to a living person. I, I think this was kind of the honor that you give someone upon their um, their death. I yeah. mean, w- we talk about when Jackie Robinson, uh, his number was not retired across the league until about twenty years ago. Drew, it, you had players that were still a, wearing the number forty two as recently as twenty thirteen. Mariano Rivera, the longtime legendary New York Yankees closer, uh, was the last player to ever wear the number forty two in in Major League Baseball, and so it, it's great that there's you know a legendary player was the last to wear a legendary player's number in Mm -hmm. that sport. And I I have a feeling, I'm not sure who it'll be, but I'm hoping that we kind of have another parallel where we, we see someone, you know, LeBron, he's, he's not going to be playing, you know, for, for more than five more years, let's say, Drew, if that, Uh, but we we do have a a bunch of, of young talent across the league that is wearing the number six. And it's possible that we could see, another you know, hall of fame career wearing the number six and maybe not to the level that bill russell was but certainly a a very you know deserving player of the number six and and the distinction that's that's going to take on and, and hold as we continue to go on in, in the nba in the years to come
0: Well, with the crop that's currently wearing six, I don't see it happening from anybody unless, you know, poor Zingas just happens to be injury-free the rest of his career and just really puts it all together. But otherwise, you got, you know, Lou Williams, who's, you know, about to retire. I mean, he's a free Mm -hmm. agent right now. He almost retired before this last year. Uh, Alex Caruso, I mean, he's built, you know, we know who Alex Caruso is. He's gotten the championship. He's not going to be, you know, Hall of Fame point guard Alex Caruso. Uh, Lance Stevenson his career has been in and out of the league and Hamanu Diallo I mean maybe he could turn into something something, but I mean what are the odds of that and Quentin Grimes, we don't know what his future is like you know maybe Kenya Martin Jr. huh? who knows if you're being the most optimistic possible but I think your last yeah. chance is with LeBron James and I mean probably that's, I mean you might as well just go out with LeBron I mean that's that's a certified this is a yeah. top five guy all time and like you won't have that type of you know, next level legendary player, uh, kind of parallel that you have with the MLB, like you know, Rivera, he's regarded as one of the best, if not the best. Yeah. So, and that's the, you know, Jackie, I don't know where, you know, he is universally as far as ranks in baseball, but I mean, he was no slouch. He was no slouch, but I mean, you know, so he is a great, you know, countered by another great, and this is probably the only way you can even like Get these this situation to being as close as it is, because you know, I mean, like LeBron's not going to get eleven championships, but as far as all time status, I mean, he's arguably for the majority of people already ahead of Bill Russell in in the all time. Like who on their all time list is putting LeBron James below Bill Russell these days?
1: I think that one's
0: the only people you can realistically or most people realistically put LeBron below these days is MJ. So, I mean, like, LeBron is that guy to be the dude to retire with six. And, I mean, why not? I mean, especially if he finds out that kind of news. Like, if it's, you know, if he finds out, like, oh, Rivera was the last 42 to wear 42 before the legend Jackie, and I could be the last six to wear six after Bill Russell uh, or his jersey gets retired. Yeah. So. I feel like, especially if, you know, LeBron gets wind of that kind of thing, he would hold on to it for a nostalgia thing for Bill. Um, Yeah. Because I don't think he necessarily really has any bones about, you know, if he has to go back to 23, then cool. Uh, Yeah. You know, he's like I yeah. said, he won a championship in it. So it's not like people are going to be like, ew, 23 or anything yeah. like that. They're, you were talking
1: about I mean, LeBron in, in terms of, you know, he's not going to get 11 championships, but he's pretty close to 11 or 12 appearances, right? He, he's got almost he's double 10, digits. I, think. I believe. Yeah, or double digits. Yeah. Because he went so,
0: eight in a row and had the mm-hmm. 07 and then the 2020. So he's been there 10 yeah. times.
1: So, okay. so he's, he's getting pretty close in terms of appearances. I don't know if he's going to be able to get you know two more in the next I don't know four about, or five I don't know. years it's it's gonna be tough but one would be certainly great. within reason and it but it, yeah i mean I, I rightfully so i think that you know this was kind of it was i i didn't expect this news to come out as quickly as it did upon bill russell's passing i'll be honest with you about that drew i thought that maybe they'd announce like you know the month month before the season started and that way they'd have time to get banners made and hate it, hang up in, in each arena or, or whatnot, but
0: mm-hmm. it makes
1: sense for logistics and planning that they'd go ahead and, and take care of it when they did.
0: It kind of, it really didn't surprise me at all, you know, especially, no. you know, when one of the legends of the game is calling for it and he's just like, you know, you really can't be like, well, uh, we shouldn't for this reason. Yeah. But- I mean what really can you argue about it but like man that is one of the game's greats you know one of the the legends i mean the most winningest you know player definitely player that's in the top 10 i mean yeah there's only i think they said one other player that's got many, as many championships as him and that was his teammate i don't remember yeah. his name
1: uh, but uh, robert Parrish, i think
0: okay yeah so i mean When when the greats are calling for it, and you know nobody's denouncing it, which who would? I mean, NBA is going to act pretty fast. NBA is good with that kind of stuff. They make they make a decision pretty hastily. They don't they don't they don't take too too much time on most things. most things I say. But uh, I'm 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 down with it. Uh, I am thankful to get the LeBron Six while it was available. If it's if this is the last time I see it, yeah. It's kind of it's almost coveted to have you know six jerseys of like big time players. So like if you're a super Caruso fan, then that's cool for you to have. If you're we'll a big Montrez Harrell, yeah. Harrell fan. That's cool for you to have. But otherwise, most people aren't going to buy those other guys' jerseys.
1: Wonder if honest. we could go get a, a KP Siga's. Mavs jersey on uh, on discount with it's having the number six. You can. Worth, you can. They're already
0: yeah. discounted because it's you know his old team. If, yeah. If you want to yeah the Mavericks one.
1: But with the news of number six, I mean that's may, may go back up I, in value again. <sighs>
0: That's a man. Maybe
1: I don't know. That's it's it was a thought. And speaking of those Mavericks, Drew, we got some pretty big news about NBA's Christmas Day slate of games. Always one of the best things about Christmas is that we get lots of really great matchups to enjoy on the hardwood every single year, and this year is seemingly going to be just as good, if not better, than last year's was. I mean, we we could talk about these matchups real quick. You know, Mavericks are set to, for the second time ever, um, host a Christmas Day home game. You know, they'll be supposedly, at least according to Shams, of The Athletic. The Mavs are set to host LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers on Christmas Day.
0: And the last time that they played on Christmas Day was against the LeBron James-led
1: team. Miami Heat, yeah. Host
0: Championship.
1: 2012, right? It was the yeah the 11-12 season. So so
0: it was actually it was 11 Christmas. Okay. 11
1: Christmas.
0: Yeah. 11-12 season. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, every bit of all the matchups, they're all exciting. They're all exciting. This is probably depending on how the Sixers shake out, and you know, I guess how Mm -hmm. James Harden plays this season. To me, um, this is probably the best slate of. Of Christmas Day games, you know, as far as what should be the most competitive batch that you've ever seen of yeah. games that I've ever come across. Because, I mean, like, yeah. look at all these matchups, yo. Two two like, in the
1: East and three in the West.
0: Just absolutely stellar. John Morant and the Grizzlies versus Steph Curry and the Warriors.
1: Western Conference uh, semis rematch.
0: Mm-hmm. Bucks, Celtics.
1: Oh, ho, ho, ho. another semis rematch, and this time from the East:
0: Sixers Knicks.
1: Surprised it's kind of not the Nets. I, I was kind of surprised, but I guess the you know the playing in the Garden on Christmas is is a really great tradition to to have continue.
0: Man, and man. Who? Where was the other one?
1: The Suns oh, and Nuggets, I believe. Suns
0: Nuggets, yeah. Suns Nuggets. Yeah. Man. Is that all, did
1: I get them all? Get them all? Yeah. yeah, Lakers, yeah. Mavs are as we mentioned first, and then we got the other four.
0: One thing I don't think has been established yet. I mean, we're like we know what who is playing who, like what what our matchups and, are going to be, but mm-hmm. the order is and what, what time? Yeah, yeah, the order and time is what we don't know yet. Um man, if, if, we, let's put on some on the spot predictions of what we think it's going to
1: be. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I think we might be able to get some figured out.
0: Okay, so I'm, I think it starts. Um, I think one of the first two games are Sixers Knicks.
1: Yeah, I um, think that's the game that starts. Honestly. I think it's
0: first, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And who? I think Bucks Celtics yeah. is second. Either second or the last one. I want to say second. Okay. Okay. I'm so gonna say I'm going to say Sixers yeah. Knicks, then Bucks Celtics. Yes. And then I'm going to go uh, Nuggets and – who would you say they're playing? Suns. Again? Suns. Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Mavs, and then finale, Warriors, Grizz.
1: I'm going to say it's Sixers-Knicks to start, then Bucks-Celtics. I'm going to go Lakers-Mavs because I think that they normally try to have that third game as like the biggest matchup that they throw onto ABC – And then um, I think it's going to be Suns-Nuggets and Grizzlies-Warriors back-to-back on ESPN.
0: Well, if it's the third matchup that goes to ABC, then I don't think the Nuggets and uh, Suns will be that third matchup. I think it'll swap then. Then Bucks-Celtics will be third. Whatever. Bucks and Celtics will be on ABC. I think Bucks and Celtics will be on ABC. I think that is for sure. And I think that Grizzlies-Warriors, the last game is a guarantee. So I think those are locked in what's going to happen.
1: So, I thought it was first game on ESPN, second, and then third game back-to-back on ABC, and then fourth, fifth, back-to-back on ESPN, with the first game also being on ESPN. Maybe I'm wrong. It could it could change, but...
0: I am um, pretty sure that ABC is either noon or, like, the 2 or 3 o'clock game. Whatever, I, one. I
1: thought they did. I thought they did too, but I maybe. I don't wrong. know if
0: they. I don't remember honestly. I just, I just yeah. know that which whichever one that is is going to be. It's going to be Bucks Celtics, yeah. And I just think that Grizzlies, you know, Nuggets is. You know, people want to go to sleep, but it's Grizzlies Nugget or not? I'm sorry, Grizzlies yeah, Warriors. Uh, Warriors. People yeah. want to go to sleep, but are you? It's Grizzlies
1: no, Warriors. Not for that one. No, <laughs> no
0: way. The Grizzlies it, beat your champs by like what was that, thirty or fifty or so? I don't know. An it was same number in one yeah. of those games. So like, it was a big
1: time beatdown.
0: You know, jog, You know, going to be jawing all day. You know, hyping yeah. it up. You know, Steph's going to be out there talking about this. Did you happen to to see
1: that video? I think it was on Twitter where uh, it was like – it said how Grizzlies Warriors is going to be on Christmas Day, and it was one player at a pickup game about to shoot a three and like two people come and tackle him to the ground or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a a brawl with those guys. Yeah.
1: You know, if if it were Christmas Eve that these games would be played, it would kind of be – you know, nobody's going to go to sleep and Santa Claus isn't going to come because you got to watch those good good uh, basketball matchups.
0: What's going to make this so fitting, though, and especially with Grizz Warriors last, if uh, Warriors win, you know, Steph is going to be like, good night to everybody as everybody's literally going to sleep. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, I feel like the league's trying to get that. And if Warriors win, it's just, it's just going to line up. And <laughs> what's going to also happen because Ja is like this and I know he would do this, if the Warriors beat, or lose to the Grizzlies, Ja is going to be petty and give him the, <laughs> the nighty night himself yes. on the way out. Or somebody on the Grizzlies is maybe Dylan Brooks. Cause he's, he's like that, but somebody the they're going to do it to Tom. <laughs> yes. If they, if they beat the Warriors, they're definitely going to do that. For yeah. sure. And that's, that's going to be stellar though. This but, is uh, going to be a
1: great slate. I, I'm, I don't want Christmas that quick, but I cannot wait for these matchups.
0: Man, yeah. Because we, we got football
1: to, season first. Yeah, I was going
0: <laughs> to say, slow it down. Need, I need to take a, Just roll as slowly as you can. It, they, they always,
1: when you were a kid, you talked about it coming as slow as molasses or whatever. So it's, it's, it's not going to be quite that slow, but. Wow. Yeah.
0: What's on tap next, ladies and gentlemen, is something you haven't had in a while, and that's BJ's best.
1: All right, Drew. So we're recording this on Monday. So actually, no, we're no, not. It's, no, we're not. We're liar. What day, of the, a this? This what a day of the week liar. is this? What day of the week is this? Okay, we normally do these on Wednesdays, so I've got my days all confused.
2: Uh-huh. So
1: we're recording this on a Tuesday, and it just so happens to be that today is August the 16th.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know if it is a pretty big day in terms of. Historical figures.
0: Oh, it's Young Thug's so birthday. It's not great, we're about?
1: but who's whose birthday?
0: Young Thug, the rapper.
1: No, and that's not who I was meaning to oh, talk about, at okay. least. uh No, but you 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 did mention a musician, and there were two legendary musicians, and unfortunately, they share one thing in common: they were both, or they both, um, they both died on this day.
2: Oh, I, I'm shit. not trying
1: to bring the down the mood down or anything, but Aretha Franklin, we we lost her on this day back in 2018, Queen of Soul. We lost Elvis Presley on this day back in 1977, the King of Rock. Really? And I don't know if you saw the new Elvis movie that came out. Did not. Um, okay. Well, I did, and I thought it was really good. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. But okay. also, I'd be re- repressed and if I didn't mention that. Legendary baseball player Babe Ruth. He also died on this day Dang. way back in 1948. So, this is pretty, oh, wow. you know, not necessarily as great in terms of, you know, days, but you've got three legends in what they did and they all uh, said, you know, bye on this day. And so that's. I said said I,
2: bye? That's how.
1: I, <laughs> I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm not right. trying to be no. morbid, but. They they ate ate the all dirt on this they, day. Yeah, they, they all, oh they all succumbed God. to death on this day. So anyway, I, I brought that up to say as, oh. as Drew tries to regain himself. Um I found this list of the 10 best Elvis Presley songs. And since this oh, is the uh, actually the 45th anniversary of his death today, um, 45. I thought that this would be Something and, and I'm sure I don't know if, if you listen to a lot of rock and roll.
0: Um, I, I do not not since I left so, the win- the uh, my high school weight room. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I've got a a good I got a best friend whose daughter is in love with Elvis Presley. So I'm going to have okay. to show her this bit of this. Yeah. See, see what she thinks about your song rankings.
1: Okay, well, I'm not saying these are my song rankings, okay. but these prepare. are if she acor- according to Rolling Stone, actually. True. Oh, okay. uh, this is the top 10 Reader's Poll Elvis Presley songs. So here we go with number 10. Just two months before Sam Phillips and Colonel Tom Parker sold his contract to RCA for $40,000, Elvis went back in to Sun Studios in Memphis and cut a cover of the song Mystery Train. I don't know if if you've heard of it. It was a, you know, one of the, the early Elvis songs that he was able to, you know, mix kind of the the blues with the you know the the jazz and, and the gospel music. He he was such a pioneer in in, in doing that. Um, and his version of Mystery Train went all the way to number 11 on the country chart. Uh, A couple months later, there would be a big-time song that I think will be on this list uh, that would completely eclipse everything that Elvis had recorded up until that point, but it is apparently in the top 10 among his most beloved songs. Uh, So we'll go to number 9 now. And it's Kentucky Rain, which is a 70s cover he did. It was one of his early 70s songs that he released. It went all the way to number 16 as a single back in January of 1970. Uh, It was um, one that only stayed around for him uh, a couple weeks, actually, as a part of his live show. So it's not one that you hear a lot. It doesn't get get a lot of airtime. So uh, then you go down number eight the civil war had been over for a hundred years and he sang an American trilogy in 1972. So the, the big three songs from that era, there was, um, obviously the, Oh, shoot. Not, not just Dixie, but the, um, uh, the union song I'm, I'm blanking. i my mother is going to come in here and, and, scold me for forgetting, uh-huh. uh the Battle hymn of the Republic, I think, is what I was trying to say. Okay. So it it combined Dixie, the Battle hymn of the Republic, and all my trials into a fantastic patriotic medley. So, it, you know, and for combined three songs, the song only lasts four and a half minutes. So it's he did a fantastic job of 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 um, you know putting them all together. At number seven, this was one I mentioned as uh, the one that really changed things for Elvis Presley. When he released Heartbreak Hotel back in 1953, this was what really turned people on to Elvis. This is what got him a lot of his first radio play. Uh, It would stay at number one for seven straight weeks in 1956. So it's, it's one of his most enduring songs. I'll go ahead and go a little bit quicker. Number six is Love Me Tender, one of his soulful renditions of ballad before they really were known as ballads. Um, That was really what uh, gave him a lot of, uh, you know, how he became such a a heartthrob in the 1950s. Uh, Number five, he did Can't Help Falling in Love. That's a great song as well. Uh, it was written for the 1961 movie that he starred in called Blue Hawaii. And it was one of the songs that he always played at the end of his shows. Pretty much every time he would he would play this one at the end. Um, number four is Jailhouse Rock, one of his best rock songs that he did. Uh, let's rock, everybody, let's rock. I'm not going to do too much more than that because okay, I can't sing, sing like either. Elvis Go Presley. Ahead. No, no. But uh, the song was uh, part of the movie under the same name, Jailhouse Rock, in 1957. Uh, number three, he released a uh, soulful version of the song in the ghetto, and his mama cried. You know, it's it's uh, one that it still holds true. And and you know, he, he released this in the 60s, and a lot of that early momentum that he gained in the 50s, he kind of lost until he kind of found another spark, and in, in this song was released as a result. And then, obviously, you can't not talk about Elvis Presley without mentioning this song that he wrote and recorded just a couple months after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. It's a song called If I Can Dream. And if you've never heard it, Drew, it, get, it gave gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. So if, I know you're not as big into the old, old school music, but it's one that I think you should check out. And the number one song, according to the Rolling Stones, uh, list here is Suspicious Minds. And I think when you talk about Elvis Presley, you can think of a lot of songs, but Suspicious Minds is one that always comes to mind for me when, uh, talking about Elvis. And, um, he was, this one is kind of talking about his marriage falling apart, his marriage falling apart. Um, We can't go on together with suspicious minds and we can't build our dreams with suspicious minds. So all in all, it was his first number one hit in seven years and it was a regular highlight of every show he performed. So I would highly recommend in the ghetto. If you haven't seen the Elvis movie, it's, it's really good. It's, there's a little bit of a, uh, it's about, I think it's a little over two hours. It's not, it doesn't feel like it though. It, It really does do a good job of kind of explaining you know, how Colonel Parker found Elvis and, and it's kind of told from Colonel Parker's perspective in that he, he thinks that he was just as responsible for making Elvis into what he would become as Elvis was for having the talent. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but um, that's not quite it for what I have for BJ's best, because I didn't tell you about this, but, I know your birthday's coming up on Sunday. We're 5 days away from your birthday. You're about to join a very oh, exclusive Oh no, uh, no, very exclusive,
0: no, 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 BJ, no. No, 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 not no. the 27 club.
1: I'm not talking about the 27 club. Okay. This is the significance of what it will mean when you turn 27. They I talk was about, about
2: to say? Yeah, I, no. So they, they talk
1: about in, in astrology. I, I I'm I'm completely springing you on, onto this without telling you first, but okay. you know I'm I've been 27 for already half a year, and so you know welcome to the club, big boy. Hey. Um, <laughs> so this this article I found talks about you know what you might expect astro- astrologically wise. And I don't know if I buy into it, but I thought you might be interested in hearing about it. So
2: okay.
1: the term Saturn returns. Uh, is talked about between the ages of 27 and your early 30s. It's a phrase that uh, means, or it's a phase, I should say, when the planet Saturn returns to the same exact place in the sky as when you were born. So upon the end of the Saturn return, it is said that you're supposed to wake up, leave childhood or childlike behaviors behind, and become a proper adult. So I don't know if you buy into it a whole lot, but Astrologically wise, 27 usually means the beginning of where you fully become an adult, I guess. Uh, It talks about also in this article that I found in numerology, uh, how much the uh, (laughs) Cam's birthday was uh, just a few weeks ago. Happy
2: belated,
1: Cam. Anyway, this, this article talks about numerology. And so it says any number above 11... Uh, becomes a single-digit number by splitting up each double-digit number above or adding to them one by one. So in the case of 27, you split up the 2 and the 7 and add it together, which equals 9. And so the number 9 is a number of completion in numerology. When we come across the number 9 or live on a day of the 9, which is, for instance, a couple years ago, September 5th, 2020, ends up adding up to 9. The month of the 9, September, or the year of the 9, 2007, 2016, 2025, all equal 9, is a supposed to be a wonderful time to gain spiritual awakening and put something to an end so that you can start fresh. It would be potentially a cleanup phase, tying up loose ends before moving forward with something new. Again, I don't know if, if, if necessarily we believe in, in a lot of that, but just very interesting what, uh, you know, what, cultures believe about you know the number 27 the number nine something to ponder is as, as you get ready to celebrate a 27th birthday that uh, we got to do this now because next time we do an episode you will have turned 27 so i want to speak for myself and, and and probably for a lot of our listeners that would say happy early birthday drew and of course i'll give you proper birthday greetings on Sunday as always. So well,
0: well thank you, sir. This is definitely interesting. I'm definitely into that and looking uh yeah more into you know what all has to do Saturn with Saturn
1: return is if you're an astrology. Saturn's guy. return.
0: Yeah no, I'm into it. I mean I look at the Zodiac stuff and whatnot. So I mean like
1: okay. very interesting. It's very interesting. It like I said I, I don't know if, if I necessarily believe it as much, but it is interesting to see what what it talks about especially from an astrological perspective
0: well it's about to start off with a lot of opportunity i'm not uh, about to spoil anything but it's we'll we'll see we'll, we'll yeah we'll very think, much I think, see how I that think, goes I think, up i think we'll the block ve- on this episode yeah we'll
1: I, I think it could be very fruitful for you drew yeah
0: yeah appreciate you cam
1: Le- leo uh, gang rise up drew
0: yeah, for real gang in this thing, man.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, man, BJ, it it's definitely good to be back. I'll tell you that.
1: Absolutely. You know what? You
0: know what? I'm going to be glad is back when it comes back here pretty soon. What's that? College football, dude. Oh, heck Saturdays yeah. Saturday are going to be filled with college football action and DraftKings is might, might, that might be where you need to be at. Time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. And a cold beverage if you're watching some football on the weekend. Doesn't hurt, too, (laughs) if you're of legal age, 21+. plus. To celebrate the best time of the year right now, right now, new customers can bet just $5, yes, $5, on any team to get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose.
1: Yeah, Drew, over on my other pod, I've been talking about college football for over three weeks now, and and I've been trying to build up the TikTok and get some college football, so I'm definitely ready for the return of college football. But, Drew, if that's not enough action, don't worry, because you can place a same-game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings Sportsbook. So just combine multiple bets into one, like which team's going to get the win, who's going to be the first to score in the game, and so much more. You talk about week zero will be – uh having some college football games here a week from Saturday in fact. drew So it's it's going to be upon us before you know it. For week 0, I'm not going to give too much away, but if you want to do a same game parlay, look into I believe Utah State and Nebraska. I think those two cool. teams are going to be really good this year. They're both playing week 0. You can probably get some favorable uh spread parlay action and with DraftKings sports book and most best of all Drew, it's safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want with DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TBBN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: 20 plus. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew. I know I ask it of you every time we do an episode, but I'm very interested today. As we return for season three, what's on Drew's mind for the season what, three premiere? Well, BJ, well,
0: oh, it's good you specified right there. Okay. In general, for... I mean, there's a lot on my mind. We, I, I won't present that just yet. I'm going to keep holding off. I'm going to keep holding off. I'm going to give it a couple more weeks. Okay. So no so no official announcement right now. Nothing. But it, okay. it is on my mind. It is on All my right. mind. But that's not what we're talking about today. Not what we're I talking wanted to, about. I wanted to shift gears away from this. You know, I, I was talking about, or you mentioned earlier that today is a Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The rare Tuesday and probably the only Tuesday that we have ever or will ever record on a Tuesday. Pretty so, much, Yes. I had to take advantage of the luxury of recording this episode on a Tuesday, so you know, I I like to look out for the national whatever day and stuff Mm -hmm. like that there is one out there, I could pop into it it won't go too far deep we'll see how it goes here in a minute, but I've got one specifically for today. And I will not well, spoil Better Call Saul Sam. He, uh, better Better Call Saul Cam. I haven't seen the last few episodes, so I can't spoil anything. So you and, I,
1: and I'm not anything. gonna say I'm not gonna say a word, I promise.
0: But on on Drew's mind today, BJ, it's taco Tuesday.
1: Oh it yeah. Taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: Uh, oh i'm not gonna do
1: all that oh (laughs) but taco
0: tuesday is what's on drew's mind today and the sad part about this taco tuesday is i didn't actually have any tacos today i'm kind of sad about it i'm not having tacos either i could cook them But I ran out of shredded cheese, and I go to Walmart. Oh, Oh, it's so tragic. First world problems, I know. But we're here (laughs) to talk about tacos in general. You may even have a with it or quit it question that comes referring to some tacos. Okay. Okay. But we're all about the tacos. Taco, 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 taco Tuesday. Tacos today. We're about the tacos. So, BJ, where I'm going with this is... I need to know what things that you would eat if they were on your tacos.
1: Okay. Very but interesting.
0: What? So out of all these, tell me if you would eat this if it was on your taco. Or a taco, like, made of these the, things. So, like, you've heard of fish okay. tacos. So I could say fish. But like, you could have – so that would be fish taco. Okay.
1: I've never had fish tacos. I'm not a big fish guy in eaten. general. So but I am I'm going to say – Probably no, no.
0: but fish isn't one of them. Fish is one. That's just an example. Just an example. Okay. 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 We are getting we're getting into it now. Okay. So Making your taco. All right, BJ, would you put black beans on your taco?
1: I would think about it. I don't mind black beans off to the side, but mostly if I'm gonna have taco, I I do just the rice and, and refried beans. So Okay. Not to say that I don't like black beans, but I got kind of gotten used to the refried. You black like the beans are supposed deckers, to be healthier.
0: What you're about? You like double deckers? You put the yeah. You'll make a homemade double decker. Oh can. yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Taco Bell, if anybody's watching this right now, that can make any decisions.
1: Bring the double decker back. There's literally yes. no reason to get rid of it. Bring it back. Okay. They, they that's, got rid of so many things that they shouldn't have gotten rid of.
0: And that's the one thing they have not brought back at any point in time is a double decker. Oh,
1: not that that I
0: remember. It doesn't last long. Okay. Next up, cilantro.
1: I do like cilantro. Yes.
0: Cilantro on your taco. Yeah. Yeah. It depends
1: on the type of taco. Like if I'm gonna have a beef taco, I probably wouldn't. But when I get like some chicken tacos or whatnot, I I do put Uh some cilantro on there. It's good. Okay. Okay.
0: How about fajita veggies? So like,
1: oh yeah, the grilled veggies. Yeah.
0: Onions.
1: I don't know if I would put it on taco if if it's like if it's like basically a fajita but in the shape of a taco like if you give a tortilla and, and like the fajita meat and the fajita veggies then yeah because it's essentially like a fajita but in this sh- like small taco almost so yeah I think I would okay. but it just depends
0: how about some grilled vegetables like cucumber corn Peppers. Yeah, I was gonna say uh,
1: the grilled veggies. I'm gonna say no to grilled veggies, but I do like the regular veggies. Yeah, feel that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Next up, roasted sweet potatoes.
1: I'm not a big sweet potato guy, so no, I don't think I'd put it on. Yeah, I wouldn't put it on a taco.
0: And this one is interesting, but I mean, it just. I don't even know. I don't, I'm just going to mention it. Uh, cauliflower.
1: No, I don't like okay. cauliflower. Yeah,
0: I didn't think it's good. I'm glad we're moving on from that. Uh, Pico de Gallo. Are you a Pico I de would, Gallo guy?
1: I would consider it, but then normally I'm not. I, I normally don't ask for Pico, but I've had it in the past. It's not bad. I just, I'm white. I get too much of that spice inhibitor gene or whatever. So <laughs> I, I'm putting myself down. It's okay. It's okay.
0: And Cam, what is this? Cilantro is soap? What? No,
1: cilantro. I don't
0: know. Is that, it's good. I don't I'm know so if that's confused. an
1: autocorrect or
0: I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what he's anyway. going with that one. But um, would you put uh, salsa on your tacos?
1: Yeah, I put salsa. I put okay. queso You're and good. guac too. Yeah. Would you put
0: the green salsa, like salsa verde? On your In time? fact,
1: yeah, I did last night. I was oh, for yeah. the Better Call Saul finale. We had a little watch party. Had some chicken and, and a little tortilla, put some on the chicken, and then the, the tortilla kind of made like a chicken taco like that. So yeah.
0: Heck yeah. Uh guacamole.
1: Yes. yes.
0: There you go, BJ. I knew you were I knew you were going there with that one. Yeah. Um absolutely. sour cream.
1: Most of the time, no, but that's not because I don't yeah. like sour cream. I would I, I do on occasion.
0: Okay. How about And this is... I didn't expect to see this one, but why not? Chipotle sauce.
1: Not really, no. I'm not a big... I don't like the taste.
0: Okay. How about ranch dressing?
1: I have never once thought to put ranch dressing on a taco.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you get a uh, chicken bacon ranch tacos or like a... uh oh my goodness yeah, i mean yeah I, it, uh, it could
1: it could work i i just don't necessarily when i when i do like chicken bacon ranch i don't think of that as like a taco i guess or like
0: a chicken taco i don't remember yeah. there was a ta- there's a taco place in i think maumelle arkansas there's like some chicken chicken bacon taco dude it was okay. so good oh, oh and it had goodness. ranch on like, it oh man mm. that was i but, would you know, live there
1: I think I would more likely put barbecue sauce first on a chicken taco than than on a than ranch. I like ranch, but I don't know. It just kind of feels weird on on a taco. Man, just you, my you
0: would, taste. You would like that, okay? I might uh, have to try it.
1: Red onions. mets to taste like soap, is what Cam says. Um, red onions. Every once in a while, I'm, I normally try to avoid onions. I don't really care for the taste, good, but it's good
0: choice. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's
1: it's. It's but it's not bad it. in in small doses.
0: Eh, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> jalapenos.
1: No, I don't mess with oh, it. Jalapenos. They well, that like I said, I I got the spice inhibitor gene.
0: You big baby. I know. I know. That's the last one I had for you. So you want no
1: jalapeno one. on my taco.
0: Unless you want a weird one.
1: Okay, rely on me. Why not?
0: Okay. Uh. Cowboy caviar.
1: What in the heck is that?
0: It's a mix of a whole bunch of different stuff. It's got like I've never corn, even heard corn, of it. black beans, tomatoes, uh, avocados. Oh, no, this looks horrible.
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound like everything that's in it is bad. It just doesn't sound necessarily together. great altogether.
0: That's how I feel I'm, about potato salad.
1: I'm, I might be willing to try it, but I, I don't know. I, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I'm a chicken. Go ahead and do you laugh like potato at me all you want can. Do I like potassium? Not really, no.
0: Okay, good call. All the things that are in it are good, but not together. Like yeah. Mayonnaise and pickles should not be a thing. Mayonnaise yeah. and mustard, not be a thing. It's, yeah. it's nasty. You don't do that. BJ is a chicken.
1: I've had right. jalapenos before, but I also don't like the taste. So.
0: Right. Can't blame you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jalapenos are lovely.
1: Grow up. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. I'll just be the big old chicken baby over here.
0: It is time to talk some WNBA, Mr. BJ.
1: Heck yeah.
0: uh, BJ, WNBA playoffs. The field is set. Yes. And the action begins tomorrow. And that's the main reason we're doing this on a weird Tuesday. Because this action begins tomorrow at seven PM Central Time on ESPN two and finishes the night on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, let me let me be generous and let me let me go ahead and share a screen here for those for those okay. watching, so I can pull up our playoff stuff here. You got it on. Let me know okay. what I'm. Am I looking good over there, BJ? Yeah, it's looking pretty good. All right, I'm getting it sized up here. It's a
1: good bracket. I
0: can't get the whole thing, but here it is. That's pretty good. Now here we go. Uh, we'll go. I guess. Let's see. How, how should we do this? Um, we did left or, we did left side than right side when we did our other bracket, so we yeah. might as well stay true to what we're doing stay here. Stay true so, to
2: form. Yeah.
0: Anybody who is new to WNBA content or just needs a refresher on what's been happening, uh, the WNBA playoffs have changed. There's no more first couple seeds get a, uh, get a bye all the way to the semifinals. There's no uh, one-game elimination anymore. The first yep. round is a best-of-three, which – goodness i hope eventually evolves into a best of 5 but i'll take it a best of 3 right now where the the highest seed hosts the first two home games and then the third game is played on the road to the to the lower seeded team and uh and then winners move on to a best of 5 semifinals and then a best of 5 finals and uh i believe those are 2-2-1 two, two, for the best of 5s in the semifinals and the finals. so Two home, right. two away, and then home for the higher seed, and two away, two home, and then one for the lower seed. And there is no reseeding this year. There has been reseeding in the past. There is no reseeding this year. I'm very thankful for that. Now this is like a regular playoff format. So what you come with, yeah. come in with, is what you finish with. Um, so let's dig right into it. Um, All right, playoffs, playoffs here, guys. Um, starting left to right, we're gonna go with. Vegas Aces and Phoenix Mercury. BJ, frankly, the Phoenix Mercury are lucky to be here, and it's literally all because of one superstar, and she used to play on my team, and that's Skylar Diggins-Smith that has taken this Phoenix Mercury team that was at the bottom of the depths, down and out, into the playoffs
1: somehow. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you can't say enough of what her contributions to this team have meant. I mean, you talk about all the, you know, tipsy-turfsy, top turmoil that this Phoenix team, if, and a tongue twister at that, that this Phoenix team has had to face this year. I mean, not having BG all season long and, you know, having Diana Taurasi and getting, and there was a, when they're in altercation or an argument or something during a timeout on the bench with, with DT, uh, or there was this, for sure somebody. On the, yeah, Phoenix yeah,
0: Skylar and uh D T had a little That's argument right. way That's earlier what I in thought. the season.
1: And yeah, then there and was so, something
0: with Skylar on social media with our coach and everything. Yeah, so.
1: it's there's been a lot of stuff going on with this Phoenix team. And and you said it, I mean they are really lucky to be here, but I I think they're overmatched. I think even with having Skylar digging Smith, I think this Vegas Aces team could win in a sweep. I think they could I'm take right. both games at home and move on.
0: Oh yeah, I'm right there with you. I think Vegas is looking to make a point too, and like it yeah. would be embarrassing for them to allow this to go to three games. To be honest, yeah. Phoenix yeah. shouldn't be allowed to slip one in. We don't. We don't even know if Skylar is officially going to be back and playing uh, in the playoffs because she had missed those final two games for personal reasons. So
1: yeah, uh, and, no and Cam also Vegas in two as well.
0: Yeah, so I got I got Vegas in the sweep as well. Um, Las Vegas just too powerful overall. They've got the. Uh, I'll go ahead and spoil this one. They've got the league MVP over there in Asia Wilson. So, uh, and and Kelsey Palm is having a phenomenal, a phenomenal year. Absolutely. Fin- finally, absolutely. truly coming into our own as the number one pick. And uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll sweep for sure. Um, moving next on this left side here, this is the most interesting matchup for most people in this first round because goodness, this does not deserve to be a first round matchup. <laughs> I it's know, too, too good and i've i've got i've actually got a bet in this one that was you know starting the season i had the mystics championship pick cuz it was why not it's the mystics yeah um but uh, seattle 4 seed facing the mystics 5 seed um, i believe seattle won the season series
1: 2-1 i double checked yeah
0: <laughs> and and there's something in me that really wants to go washington here but I just feel like this is this is gonna go three. This there's no sweep here for sure. Yeah. Um this is gonna go three. And I hope it's an OT thriller in the game three, but I think Seattle overcomes it. I think they've got a good enough of a they're back to being a really solid defense. Uh Gabby Williams, Brianna Stewart, Ezzy Magbagore, and kind of the nucleus of that. And uh, you know, depending on you know what EDD is able to turn on in this first round. Cause I mean, she's played 24 games out of the 36 this year you know, Yeah, trying to manage coming back from that injury. If she just, if she turns it up, like they kind of want her to and what they've kind of, you know, primed her up to be able to do for this season in preparation for the playoffs, then, you know, they might be able to win in three still. I mean, but that's yeah. going to be such a fun series to watch. And I guess I don't care how late up I'm going to end up staying, watching it all, but I'm going <laughs> to watch it. I'm going to watch them all. I'm going to watch every second of every game of the playoffs as best I can. It looks like I'm gonna have to buy a temporary subscription or pay somebody to use theirs. But I'm watching these thinking games. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Seattle in three or in sorry, uh, Seattle wins the series two one.
1: Yeah, well see, Seattle, Seattle make yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think you you were you were right on the money. I mean, this is what the Mystics have been, you know, resting EDD for for this run, and you know, this is. I'm not going to say this is a bad matchup because we saw the Mystics could really hang with anybody this year. And I I think that even having, you know, in, in those games, that they didn't have EDD. They were still really, really close to winning some of those games. I am going to say that the storm taken in three as well. Um, And I I think it's going to be really close. As you mentioned, I think this is going to be a fantastic first round series. And if you're Vegas, you're hoping that you get Seattle in three Because you know this Mystics team can absolutely can absolutely hang with the Aces and give them a run for the money in the semis, but I'm going to take the Storm and three Cam. He says Mystics injury drew. What do you think about that?
0: I like it. I mean, somebody's got to be the opposer, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm not no, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say ballsy. I I don't think it is. These teams are just going to be a great series, and it's just going to kind of be a coin toss in that final matchup. Whoever wins, but I mean. No matter anybody unless you're picking sweep, I don't I don't necessarily see um because yeah. I think no way Mystics go out and you know back to back losses or Seattle going back to no. back losses. I just don't see it. But um e- either way, either one I'm not opposed to being it's nothing is crazy. It's, if you said Phoenix was beating Vegas, then I'd say you're nuts. Yeah, that's very but very you well. know, yeah. him saying this is, is nothing too crazy. Yeah. So I, I accept it, Cam. Shout uh, out to
1: Nay also in the chat lurking, and she says Seattle in three as well.
0: Hey, shout out Nay for pulling up. can't see it right now, but shout out Nay. Uh next up over here, move to the right side of our bracket here, number two Chicago defending champs versus the seven seed New York Liberty. Oh, Chicago Sky have had a number of single digit victories this season. More than I'm comfortable with, but they mm-hmm. can I mean record wise considerably better than last year. Yeah. Um, I believe they've won ten more games than they did last season.
1: We can so double check.
0: It's pretty close, somewhere around. There. Yeah. And this is by far the most wins in franchise history. They hit that man weeks ago, at least a few weeks yeah, ago. Back in back really, in July, I think. Yeah. yeah, like a month ago nearly. So um Chicago versus New York here in New York started out pretty dead in the water. Sabrina came alive. They got Benaja Laney back. I think because Laney being back, and as long as Howard is healthy and is able to play, because I think she missed some time at the end of the season. Um, I don't want to click away and double check for y'all right now, but uh, I think that that can be one of those that uh, can slide to three as well. Um, a lot of people are picking only two of these series to go three games, and that'll that'll be uh, that'll be one of them. So I think uh, I'm going to go Chicago in three. Uh, to move on to the semifinals, I think they just have too much. They're they're a lot better team this year. They got a lot of talent. They've got the rating finals MVP. Candice was an MVP candidate this year. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year candidate as well. Candice is playing phenomenal basketball, and the Sky are Prime to you know try and go back and you know go back to back for the first time. Uh, the, have the first back to back championship since two thousand one two thousand two when Lisa Leslie and the Sparks did it. And I think they're, I mean, almost destined to do it right now. I mean, if 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 they if they end up losing whatever, but it just makes so much sense for twenty years later, exactly for it to happen, uh, yeah. back to back again. And Candace Parker and Lisa Leslie were former teammates, so I mean, like all the parallels in the world, right there. You know, hometown yeah. hero comes back and wins back back to back, the unprecedented that hasn't been done in twenty years, and she were she were. Nobody likes nobody likes to talk about this. I, I don't either. But she retires on the mountain top of back to back championships out at three and uh, that just sounds like the way it's gonna go. And that would be fantastic, super cool. Yeah, but, uh, great storyline. Uh, yeah, fantastic storyline. Fantastic, but uh, yeah, sky and three though. Yeah, sky It's
1: three, it's a fantastic storyline, Drew. But oftentimes doesn't happen.
0: Oh, but wow, what a dead Downer.
1: That being said. You know, you were talking about the sky. You were talking about the sky having, you know, so many close wins this year single, like single digit point victories. Two of them came against the Liberty and they lost a game against the Liberty as well. This Liberty team can absolutely play basketball with the sky team and they can win the series. I'm going to take the sky in three, but I would not be a bit surprised if Sabrina balls out and takes the liberty to the second round give me the sky in three but i'm 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 very confident in in the ability that this new york team has especially coming in the postseason
0: when you got loud i definitely thought you were about to say liberty in three i was about to say whoa <laughs> man
1: no man, i i
0: if you've ever had it
1: I, I mean if you you want me to to get on the the hot take or whatever on twitter i mean you could have just asked <laughs> yeah
0: Uh, Next up, though, the final matchup in the playoffs in the first round, Connecticut versus Dallas. And uh, I guess I got to be first here. Dallas did win the season series. Mm -hmm. Um, They had an unprecedented first victory against Connecticut, and then they had their season worst loss against Connecticut following that. And then they followed it up with meeting them later and winning. Um, So Dallas won this regular season series but that doesn't mean anything here. Let me bring you back to a parallel from last year, Dallas's first round matchup. I know this is multiple games now, but Dallas won the season series against the Chicago sky last year and got bounced by them in the first round of the playoffs. So they won the series uh, season series against uh, Connecticut. And that may not necessarily mean anything for this first round, especially since, uh, there's no official word on the status of Arike to play in this first round. And mm-hmm. uh, so Satu is supposedly coming back. I was told a time ago now, it's been probably almost two weeks, that she was coming back soon. So, I mean, if she's, if she doesn't play the first game, there's no reason to play her. No. And if she's not, you know, as ready as possible to, like, make a significant difference, I don't think you should play her. And it's also agitating if they don't play her both playoff games that this whole time they've been saying that she's day to day, but like Mm -hmm. you should have just ruled her out for the season a long time ago. If you were not going to play her this whole time. Yeah. So I hate that they were making it seem like it was a day to day thing, but like she's never been listed uh, since, since she's been re-injured as probable or, you know, doubtful, even like Mm -hmm. consideration or questionable to possibly pay play. It's been nothing but out and, so I my heart wants Dallas in three
1: yeah
0: or sorry my heart wants this game to at least go to three just so Mm -hmm. I can go to a playoff game I mean Dallas in three would be cool too but be
1: insane yeah
0: I just wanted to go to three um but I think Connecticut sweeps them and moves on to the second round I I think they have a point to make and we're going to be the first victim
1: yeah. I mean, and, and this is the question really that comes to mind for me is what Dallas team do we get? Because, you know, we got a pretty dang good Dallas team after you and I had pretty much written them off uh, a couple of weeks back and said, you know, the way they're playing right now, they're not going to make the playoffs. And what do they do? They go and and ball out and, and, you know, win like all but one of their last, you know, like games of the last two or three weeks of the season, Drew, they beat the sky and the aces at home and back-to-back games. I mean, this is a team that has proven like winning the season series with Connecticut. They can absolutely play some games against the top teams, the top echelon of teams in the W this season. So I think it is going to go three. I think you are going to get to go see a playoff game. And I'm going to try to make sure depending upon when that third game might be, if it's next Monday or whatever schedule wise, make sure it clears out. Uh I'm going to try to go, but I think it goes three, but I think Connecticut will win in three. Uh, Cam also said Cam in three, or Connecticut in three. (laughs) Cam in three.
0: That would be. Cam in
1: three. Yeah. yeah. Connecticut Um, said Cam in three. No.
0: (laughs) But no, yeah. Three games would be lovely. Um, Yeah. And well, you talking about what Dallas has done lately? And, you know, let let me pat Dallas on the back for a second. Um, Yes. You know, Tierra coming through with the first ever player of the month for the Dallas Wings organization. Enrique didn't get one back in 2019 when she had that crazy scoring year. And uh, Satu's never gotten it. And, yeah. you know, Tierra's first, you know, two months playing significant minutes for the Wings, she gets a player of the month. Yeah. And um, Vicki Johnson, uh, I guess, in part because of the five-game win streak, definitely and how well Tierra's playing got coach of the month Mm -hmm. um i'll give i mean i'm not trying to diminish coach vj stuff you know give coach vj her flowers um this team has they haven't grown into what they're trying to be but they have made significant Mm -hmm. strides yeah mainly in the course of that five game win streak to be where they are if asia wilson makes that layup under the basket though does this team keep riding the wave like it did or does it lose know. momentum, get deflated, because they got to go to overtime? Aces likely win that game. Yeah. And the win streak does not happen like it does. Yeah. And the craziest part, BJ, and I believe I did this live on here. I definitely told uh, my buddy Mark <laughs> Himmler.
1: <laughs> oh, um, my WNBA. goodness.
0: NBA.com. Drew, uh, you, you
1: got to see this real quick. Look at this.
0: Thanks a he lot, He changed BJ. his name to
1: Connecticut.
0: Oh. Um, thanks, yeah. Ken. Yeah.
1: Hand. um you were talking with mark sorry didn't mean to derail it talking about what you were talking about the matchups with with mark a couple weeks ago episode oh, that i, yeah, I was for. talking
0: with him, uh no i didn't talk with him on the show but just uh, uh, through uh, messaging just that uh, about the predictions for the wings for their last 16 games I, i'm pretty sure i did that on here though uh, for their last 16 games i was like Expecting, you know, a typical wings to maybe hit eight and eight, but I was like, I think they're going to go nine and seven in their last 16 games, which they did. They went exactly nine and seven. Should have actually gone 10 and six, got beaten down by Phoenix at home. Yeah. And could have gone 10 and six. So I had all those possibilities like eight and eight if they're still the old wings, nine and seven if they make a little progress, 10 and six if, you know, the highest end of it. They weren't going to get any better than that. And I don't think they were going to do any worse than what they did. And if they did, I would have been like, okay, they lost to Rike. They never got Saut 2 back. I get it. So, yeah. um, but uh, Wings got, uh, funnily, I said this too, uh, right to 500 instead of being over 500. So they yeah. still technically have never been over 500 for a season. So that's kind of. Hey, but, but if they, if they
1: win uh, two out of three, they could potentially be over 500.
0: No, no, no. Regular season.
1: No, I know. I know. I'm not
0: and they if they win any playoff game, this would be their first playoff win ever. Yeah. Uh, so, but best of luck to them. I hope they stretch it out to three games like they absolutely you know, the season series. You know whether it's you know they really I think they've got to have they've got to take game one if they if they stand to make it go to three. Yes. Because um, I think Connecticut fights back definitely in game two, and then it's a dogfight in game three. But if you let game yeah. one go, you know Connecticut's going to be like, let's put this to bed. So yeah, you got to steal first yeah. game, but. Hopefully I get to have some, some double Dallas playoff action. I got to do the Mavericks and I hope I get to do some wings action. That would be awesome.
1: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Why don't Um, you, uh, reveal your end of season awards for us now? Oh
0: yeah. Golly. Sorry. We took too long with that. That's okay. Uh, I'll I'll go through awards quick, fast, and a hurry. Uh, I already pre, I already stated my MVP is Asia Wilson. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I made here's, this is, this is a drastic change I made in the, in the voting. Um, my defensive player of the year, throughout the entire year, it has been Brianna Stewart.
1: You went with and CP3.
0: I did not. Oh, I did not actually. Okay. Um, I turned tail last minute to go to Asia, since so she's oh. got MVP and defensive player of the year this Wow! Wow! Uh, most, most improved player is Jackie Young. Mm-hmm. Sixth player of the year is Brianna Jones. Yeah. Coach of the year Becky Hammond. Rookie mm-hmm. of the year Ryan Howard. My all rookie team is Ryan Howard, Rebecca Gardner, Veronica Burton, Melissa Smith, and Shakira Austin because all rookie is positionless. I double checked that. Uh, Kim Perot Sportsmanship Award to Sylvia Fowles. Mm -hmm. My all WNBA teams, first team, Kelsey Plum, Skylar Diggins Smith, Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, and Alyssa Thomas. Very good. Second team, Sabrina Ionescu, Jackie Young, NECA Gumake, Candace Parker, and Kelsey Mitchell.
1: Very good as well, man.
0: All defense first team. Whew, man, I'm going to I'm probably going to get slammed for one of these. <laughs> I blanked out. Okay, so forgive me when y'all hear this. Uh, okay. my uh, a couple of legends that are retiring this year made my all defensive first team here. Brian January, right. Sylvia Fowles, Aja Wilson, Brianna Stewart, the forwards. Uh, and my other guard is Brittany Sykes. Okay. All defensive second team. Guards Ariel Atkins and Rebecca Gardner. Forwards. And Alyssa Thomas should have been first team, but because of positions, I had to put her second team. Alyssa Thomas, Gabby Williams, and Ezie Magbagore. And that is my first. You full. forgot
1: Candace Parker. On defensive team? Did you not put her on? No,
0: I, I did not put her on oh, here. Okay. Um I mean with positions it's it's really hard uh, yeah. Asia, uh, Asia and Stewie, the leading, some of the leading candidates for defense yeah. of the year up there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, forwards, you know, you had to put a list of Thomas in there and Gabby Williams has yeah. been playing outstanding defense. So, yeah. I mean, it was, it's, it's it tough. It was tough. I don't, I don't
1: envy you. That's Drew. not I funny. Nice.
0: 05 17. Come on, that's, that's not funny. I,
1: I, I, I don't envy you. Cause I know you probably had to make a lot of tough choices. And so I,
0: my controversial stuff i only thought was the asia last second change uh maybe not put january I mean, on first team all defense again i, I just I, I panicked i couldn't think of the guard
1: i don't think asia get, getting defensive player of the year is that controversial I mean, no it,
0: it's not but you know most people are going to go stewie or i've heard yeah. you know some people talk candace like you said and even yeah. uh coaches who were polled by uh i think just w sports had picked Alyssa thomas so it's okay. defensive player of the year is all over
1: the it's place. it's all uh, over the place, yeah.
0: But those are those are my votes. Leave me That's alone. That's a
1: good good vote. It's a good okay. vote. I'm not I'm We're, not gonna criticize no, you. Not, you not, did a not great you. job. No, I meant
0: everybody else. <laughs> uh, once it comes out and y'all see, y'all won't see who voted what, but y'all will see the votes like the numbers, uh, and whatnot will uh will align. Like if you uh, see that, uh, I'm not gonna get into it. Um, anyway. Oh, and MVP, we had to put a ranking uh we had okay. to put our top five so i had asia stewie mm-hmm. either at or kelsey plum i don't remember which one but one okay. of those two three and four and then i believe candace last let me i'm gonna double check myself on that all righty oh wait no i can't right now but
1: <sighs> that's all good we'll, we'll figure I it think out that's what I got,
0: but that three to five i mean everything after Official MVP one, doesn't really two, matter, but yeah. if you see, like, that person, the one person that did Candace, like, fifth in voting, if you see one, that was me. I'm sorry. Leave me alone. I love her. <laughs> go away. Uh, With it to quit it time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get right into it, BJ. First uh,
1: one of season three. Here we go. With it or quit it. Number
0: one, we talked about tacos earlier. Yes. Are you a crunchy taco guy or a soft taco guy? Well, I guess the appropriate way to ask this. Crunchy tacos greater than soft tacos. Are you with it or are you
1: going to quit it? I'm going to quit it, Drew. I like soft oh! tacos just as much as I like the crunchy tacos. In fact, it just depends on where I'm getting the tacos from as to whether I get crunchy or soft. Like if I go to Roses, I'm slamming the heck out of the soft tacos. But if I go to like Taco Casa, Taco Bell, I'm getting the crunchy for sure.
0: Okay. Number two, Better Call Saul is now your favorite TV show.
1: Of all time. Quit! I'm gonna quit it. I'm gonna quit it. Oh, I mean, I dang. don't think you. I don't think you. I don't think you'd have the success of Better Call Saul without Breaking Bad. And without going into spoilers, I thought they did a fantastic job where they left the story off. There's possibility they could return to the universe in the future, but I still think the Breaking Bad ending was better. So I'm gonna say Breaking Bad still, just one A, Better Call Saul one B. Wow!
0: Rotten Tomatoes will argue with you. Yeah, weird. I, I fun, know they fun, will. But... Fun crazy factoid about Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad's first episode was 86% rated Rotten Tomatoes. The lowest, else, right? Yes, the lowest by far. The rest of them were like, I don't know, 96 and higher for the rest of them. Well,
1: you but know, I just started rewatching. Yeah, I was just going to say, I started rewatching it. I rewatched like the first season, like the last week or two. And it was not as bad as I thought it was. Like, I mean, when you compare it to everything else that they do, it's kind of a little bit slow, but you had to oh, build yeah. it up to get to where they were going to go with it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the turnaround is quick. Cause I mean, he flips the switch yeah. like no other, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, but, it's... Um, but yeah, it was mad slow. If I, if I had not, you know, if I wasn't able to get into it, the first episode or two, in season two, I wasn't going to finish it. Yeah. But it grabbed me in the first couple of episodes and I kept going and it got crazy.
1: The episode but... where the episode where he goes to Tuco's office, that's what grabbed me. I'm going, yeah. sorry.
0: And, uh, the thing about better call Saul is that not one episode of the show is rated under 97% or not. Episodes, sorry. Se- series yeah. 97 for all of it. Man. I think this light, la- this latest season is about to finish at a hundred percent probably or 99. Yeah. They're, they're finishing up ratings. Um, and then one of the other seasons was 99. It might've been four, I think four. Was 99 yeah. as well. The other is 98. And then I think the first two were 97s. Yeah.
1: So it's insane. It's
0: supreme TV. It's very great. I don't and know. Not, like as far as like everything that I've looked at rotten tomatoes views for, I haven't seen anything that has been like all of their stuff is 97 and higher. That's
1: ridiculous. No, nothing is. Even even Cam says Breaking Bad is still king though. I I just I think that I'm gonna rewatch
0: it and I'm gonna assess for real.
1: Yeah, I I think you wouldn't have had the success of Better Call Saul if you didn't have Breaking Bad. I I make the argument that Breaking Bad had to come first. Yeah,
0: but yeah, legendary show. Can't wait
1: to watch. Absolutely. Yes. Uh,
0: Next up, number three, Spotify is greater than Apple.
1: Well, now wait a minute. You're just trying to Spotify
0: guy or an Apple guy.
1: You're just trying to get people on either platform upset with me on this one. I I, just, I see what you're doing here, Drew. Um, no. Anyway, I I am a Spotify guy. I I don't have an iPhone or anything, so I don't. Very rarely do I get on Apple Podcasts. oh well, um,
0: that that just nixed our.
1: I know. with it or quit, it, <laughs>
0: <I've> quit it. <laughs> One of these days, you're gonna get all five of something. It's not. It's I, not know, it. I know. I know. Spotify, look at Spotify, all in the chat. Cam, wow. Nay, and Ice. yeah, boom, Crapple. Ooh, dang! Wow,
1: I think are you it. the only one that's defending Apple Pods right now.
0: Who's defending Apple Pods?
1: I said, th- I said, are you the only one right no, now?
0: No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm a Spotify guy.
1: A Spotify okay, guy. wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we're all Spotify all right. in here. How about that? Number four,
0: BJ. Have you seen the movie The Sandlot?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So you recognize this guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Benny Smalls.
0: <laughs> squints.
1: Oh, Squints. Sorry. Why did I say that? That's stupid on stream again. How about that?
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, number four. Squints. Mm-hmm. squints is the best character on the Sandlot. With it or quit it. Oh,
1: <sighs> Make me rank them like I rank my children that I don't have. Oh, um, <laughs> Oh, man. <sighs> Fine, I'll <laughs> say with it. I'll say with it. I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Oh, man, that's such a great movie. <laughs> it's tough. I, I like the, I like them all. How am I supposed to rank them? <laughs> Wizard or, with it or quit
0: it, PJ? Is he the best know, or is he not? I know, I know. Squint to the field.
1: Squint to the, the field. I'm, I'll take... I'll take squints. I'll take squints.
0: Oh, that's the first time you have not deferred to the field when picking a character or a player or the field. I Let know. this be known that BJ there, is setting lowdown records in season three.
1: You want some history? There you go. How about that?
0: Take that for data. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> Cam does last. not like that one. <laughs> oh man. I'm evil. <laughs> Very tough question. Number, number
0: five. five. I'm about to tug at some baseball hearts right now.
1: Ooh.
0: And I need to know where you stand in the chat as well, if you if you are a baseball fan, especially in yeah. Texas. BJ, number five. The Texas Rangers mm-hmm. will be a better baseball team. I don't want to say organization. Better baseball team without... Chris Woodward with it or quit it.
1: Oh, I'm gonna quit it and I'm gonna quit it hard. I've oh. been very, very displeased with this move because you've seen progress from just even last year. The you know, maybe they're not quite where the front office wanted them to be this year, but realistic fans, people that have realistic expectations for the Rangers, knew they weren't gonna go out and be World Series contenders when they brought in Simeon and Seeger. I've I've been very impressed with what I've seen from the young talent they have acquired in trades. I know the pitching is coming in a couple of seasons, and I think that's the window. When the window opens when Leiter Rocker and those other young guys, when they bring up Jace Young or Josh Young, I mean, um, you know, they're they're pretty much just the pitching one outfielder and maybe a, a better catcher away from being, I think, a very well rounded team.
2: Catcher.
1: Yeah, a very well rounded team that could make deep playoff runs and compete at, for the world series again. So I think that this is, I think this was the wrong decision because I think Chris Woodward was a great guy put in a very bad spot. You know, I mean, it, it they still have a chance to salvage a, you know, a winning record at this point. It's, it's going to be tough. They pretty much have to get pretty close to winning out. They won't, but they're going to be better than they were last year And I think that's that he should not have been fired, especially not this soon.
0: Oh, you kind of answered it right there. I was about to say, was it a wrong decision or was it just too early?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think it was the wrong decision. I especially think it was too early. What I think the biggest problem has been is that this was the last hire that John Daniels made while he was still GM. And now the, the John Daniels has been promoted to like president of baseball operations. And Chris Young is the general manager and Chris Young is is wanting somebody in that he thinks is going to be more analytical and based, I guess, maybe. Or he wants his own guy in. I'm, I'm guessing is the well, reason why they did this. But I think Woodward was doing a great job.
0: BJ, I tell you this. I think that it was better to cut the cord now than to do it at the end of the season because unless the Rangers had a very successful September, because September's going to be hard for them, and that was, you know, whether they were a good baseball team right now or not, September was going to be hard. and They're probably going to stink up September, and you would rather go ahead and go out right now where your team's kind of struggling and you felt like you didn't deserve your firing as opposed to right after September or at the end of the season where your team probably doesn't even reach the goal it was predicted to get this season depending on how bad september is. i mean
1: i, I because he would think get he
0: would get canned on like the last two months being like all-time ranger bad record you know I don't, and
1: i don't think it's going to be that bad i think they will probably have losing records but i think this team could still get close to 70 75 wins i mean they're already they ahead of where close, they were but i yeah. mean
0: it just depends on how september goes because if they because they're already yeah. doing there are what 12, 14 games under right now. And, you know, they're not necessarily yeah. playing inspiring baseball right now. They, they're they, still splitting they've won, stuff.
1: They've I won mean, three in a row. Again, like they beat Seattle. Uh, they won two out of three okay. against Seattle over the weekend. and
0: Yeah, but before that, it was like it was splitting oh, stuff. So they had yeah. one to two against Seattle, but they lost two before that. And then they won one yeah. that went to 10 innings and lost they, the one before that. Yeah, they, they so they're not like, putting up a true streak until right now. And, yeah, I mean, it's just three. You know, that's, you know that could be just one series. You're crazy thinking they're gonna be ALCS winners. <laughs> Failed you. You have unrealistic expectations, <laughs> sir. Um, yeah. Mitch Garber is a good catcher. Yeah. But we don't have healthy. You can,
1: catchers. you can always get better.
0: Yeah, we can get we can we can we can find another catcher. Or if he's I mean, if he's just healthy, I mean we'll be yeah. fine. You we'll know, all yeah. right. But
1: i like Jonah um, Hines, he's he's really emerged. Yeah, uh, love, me love me yeah. some Jonah Hines. Love me some Jonah Yeah.
0: But yeah, Rangers uh
1: the, the rotation needs to be worked on. The bullpen has not been clutch at all. And that's not something you really can blame Woodward for. He's, you know, he's not overusing anybody. He just for whatever reason, sometimes they have good moments. Sometimes they don't like they got I, a save last night. I
0: really think what got Woodward cut and I'm, I'm surprised we're going into a deep ranges segment here. We're going <laughs> to stop here soon, but I yeah. think what got him cut like for real was the fact that the Rangers were so close so often and they lost by one score so many times.
1: Yeah. The, the record so in one times. run games is bad. And there's nothing that you really can say about that. It, this team is just not clutch. But I don't think that firing him was is gonna fix that. I don't know what me, the answer is, but I think it's something that it's gonna bounce back, it's gonna balance itself out. It cannot sustain itself. You cannot be, you know, have this many bad, you know, one run games without well, it coming back to being good one run
0: games. Well, let me pile on to the one run situation. It mostly happened in like the end of games, like yeah, final inning. Innings. Like yeah. you're yeah. up and then you just blow it. Like yeah. literally like the probably yeah. the definition of a blown save all the time is what happened to the Rangers throughout yeah. the course of the season. Just like yes. you had it, you let it go. Yeah. What happened here? So yeah. I think that was it. If, the, if that record and that is way down or if like their losses are like – if their losses are beatdowns as opposed to one-point losses and the way they all happen, I think Woodward keeps his job at least to the end of the
1: season. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think if, if it had been all beatdowns, he would have been gone long before. I, th- I just – I think this is sh- – I think, this, you know, well, you can – Think
0: about this though, BJ. Does it hurt worse as you – like if you're in an athlete position to get blown out lose at the buzzer
1: yeah it's it's definitely lose hurts more to lose at the buzzer but at the same time i just i still think that it's one of those things that can't sustain itself and i say this they had more blowout losses last year yeah they had more blowout losses last year drew and they were really out of it i think that you could use that how many close games they've been in even though they haven't all gone your way i think that should be used as signs of, of growth and improvement that they're actually being more competitive and not just getting shellacked in every game.
0: Yeah. Well, let me stop this ranger stuff where we talk too much. Yeah. That's that's with it. Quit it. That's, that's, Quitter, ladies and gentlemen. that's uh, the season three premiere. If, and if you guys like some baseball, there you go. You got a little bit of ranger stuff at the end there. You can, you can, <laughs> you can rock with that. Uh, guys, yes, don't sir. forget that we are partnered with fanatics. So make sure you are out there and we just got some news about a drop from, from our people at fanatics. So, you know, if you're a Notre Dame fan, they got some nice Ooh. cool merch out there for you to pick up. Make sure you're shopping all your fanatics and your sports gear and collectibles with the lowdown though. We got the link yes. in our show every time. as always in our bio on you know our social media that you can see. Let me point my finger up in that top corner over there. Yeah, up there, right on top of BJ. Uh, all those social medias, you can find us there at the underscore lowdown, T H A underscore lowdown. And uh, you know, get uh, hit the link tree and you can get the <laughs> you, you can get your way over to some Notre Dame merch, or if you want, whatever you know. Nay is a fan of the Miami Heat. Shop Miami Heat with the lowdowns. You need to do yeah. Cam, whoever you want to, whoever you're shopping with, brother. Go he's, shop he's going with us. Utah State, Utah State. Come shop Utah State with the lowdown. You know what I'm saying? Or wherever you know your favorite team. Shop shopping with us. Appreciate you, Nay. Uh, you know, BJ is going to be all over that TCU stuff. So I'll put yeah. him in there. You know, you all your, your, your favorite WBA players. You know, shop it with us. You want you want that Schuyler Diggins Smith jersey? Hey, come buy it with us through Fanatics. Come on, man, shop with the lowdown. Shop with the lowdown. They got all different kinds of stuff, and you can customize your own jerseys as well. So, all different kinds of opportunities and gear, collectibles, jerseys, all with all shopping with the lowdown with Fanatics. So. Like I said, follow us on those social medias. If you're watching on watching on the Twitch, YouTube, or Twitter, you can see all those right up there. So make sure you follow us on all those platforms we are you about. And like we said about the mailbag, make sure y'all drop in on the email. Everybody in chat right now. Y'all can send us an email and ask us a question. That could be in our mailbag. You know, y'all do us do you can do an individual with it or quit it for us. We'll answer all five of your questions. Heck yeah. Whatever you got, you know. Uh, but make sure you hit us up for mailbag monthly. We'll be doing that at the top. Uh, of every month uh, so we'll be we'll be hopping on that and getting some mail back monthly and so be looking forward to make the same does, mistake bro.
1: again cam that's all right
0: oh man i got some nascar stuff via fanatics forgot to do the code though uh well i mean the code is just for the free shipping as long as you're shopping um if you're shopping nascar through our link you know that one that finishes that's with fine. the lowdown then then you're good to go you don't have the link doesn't all it doesn't necessarily help us it's just for you if you want some free shipping we got you hooked up with that guys so it's just about going through the exclusive link for us which like i said is in the description of all our podcasts uh on youtube and on whatever podcast platform and on our link tree that you can find on our social medias but uh we appreciate you guys coming back and rocking with us for season three we got a lot in store it's gonna be super fun hope you like this new overlay i think it's pretty cool I made it myself i think it is too so, look at that uh, Without further ado, appreciate everybody that was hanging out in the chat today for our return. Appreciate you guys coming in, showing up, and showing out. And uh, like I said, happy belated, Cam. And next next time you guys see and hear from me, I'll be a whole year older. So I'm coming <laughs> back. New me coming through on the
1: loadout. Leo season. gang.
0: Uh, gang gang. All right. But we, uh, we appreciate you Happy birthday, like Drew. We will catch you guys next week. Salute. I'll catch you